Welcome to Automation Chat. I'm your host, Teresa Houck, Executive Editor of the Journal from Rockwell Automation and our Partner Network Magazine. Today's episode is my amazing conversation with Dr. Al Baydon, President and Executive Director of the ODVA, which as you know is a leading standards development organization and membership association whose mission is to advance and promote open, interoperable information and communication technologies for industrial automation. After listening to our chat, you'll walk away understanding what single-pair Ethernet and Ethernet APL are and what implementation looks like. Find out why they're unique, technical benefits and trends motivating manufacturers to increase their adoption, and their impact on smart manufacturing. Also learn five major ways SPE and Ethernet APL help engineers, how they affect cabling and network topologies, and how ODVA works with industry suppliers and associations. But first, it's time for a family-friendly, silly joke of the day. How did the hacker escape from the FBI? He ran somewhere. Now here's my conversation with Dr. Al Baydon. And by the way, you'll notice a couple of places where the sound is a little funky, but just have a little chuckle and ignore them and enjoy the podcast. Hi, Al. Thanks for chatting with me today. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. I, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, speak with you about uh, some exciting topics today. And those exciting topics are single-pair Ethernet, or SPE, and Ethernet APL, which I will stumble over many times as we talk, and their growing significance in industrial automation. So I want to start with fundamental questions. And we've covered this a lot in the journal because it's so important and it's really a growing topic in our industry. So Mm -hmm. can you please tell us what are single-pair Ethernet and Ethernet APL? And we've covered this in the journal, but tell us why these are important technologies for advancing automation and control networking solutions. So... Single-pair Ethernet, at its basic, it's a two-wire twisted pair, basically, copper, used to transmit data and power on the same lines. So it is under the uh, standard, the IEEE standard, the 802.3CG. And there are two variants really under that. There is what they call the 10-base T1L and the 10-base T1S. The 10 stands for 10 megabit per second. So it's the speed to which you're communicating. And the T1L is for long reach up to 1,000 meter. And the T1S is for uh, short communication reach up to you know 15 to 25 meter, depending on the, the configuration. So, so these are mainly what we will be talking about because those are the two that are making really um, uh, advances and specifications are being released and so on. So the T1S is uh, used for, uh, you know, one specific application that we'll talk about is um, in-cabinet uh, constraint resources where space is, is limited. And the APL is uh, really was built specific uh, application under the T1L. So it is used for the process industry where they need the long reach, the 1,000 meters. They need the two wire. They need power and, and signals on the same lines. And they need to be able to um, uh, work in areas where protection, you know, explosions of, uh, or you know, hazardous and intrinsic safety are requirements. So that's kind of the uh, the the overall picture of the SPE 
PPE in the APL specific case of that. They are very important for connecting uh, devices, uh, smaller devices, uh, limited hardware capable devices to the Ethernet network. I mean, that is, and we will be talking about that a lot, but that's one key aspect. And, and that is a very important one. When you get these devices to be connected and to become smart, there's it opens up a lot of opportunities on uh, what you can do with that. Okay, you know, with the um, smart manufacturing and IoT, there's a lot of connected devices. So with SPE and Ethernet APL, what are the key technical benefits specifically and the trends driving the move towards these two technologies? And I guess I'm wondering, what are the main incentives to do this and the expected adoption rate for manufacturers? Sure. So at the end of the day, connectivity is the core of the uh, modern automation and the need to digitalize the enterprise is a, is a, is a really a key catalyst. So uh, manufacturers are looking to connect their devices, their sm smaller you know, field uh, devices to the internet, to the uh, ethernet to meet the requirement of industry 4.0 and the industrial uh, internet of things initiatives. And by doing so, they're really gaining the ability to do uh, diagnostics, to do data analytics that would help them predict failures, and um, it will help them with commissioning new devices. So a lot of a lot of that would, you know, turn into true cost savings for the manufacturers because, you know, these are, uh, you know, would allow them quick connect of these devices and a huge, you know, amount of data that can be extracted that was more difficult when you had hard hardwired devices, you know, like push buttons or contactors and so on. So this is, um, you know, it's, it's going to uh, bring cost savings and it's going to bring, um, you know, uh, efficiency in their manufacturing and uh, the adoption because of, you know, I mean, the digital transformation is taking place and it's happening fast. So we expect that this will continue and at a rapid uh, rate. And you bring uh, SPE technologies to that. Now you open uh, new doors for these smaller devices to be connected. Um, so it's, it's really great for the industry. So as manufacturers are adopting this, what does that look like? If someone in an industrial firm wants to buy and implement SPE technology, what would they look for? So besides what I mentioned earlier regarding that, okay, so it is, it's a cable that is now two wires and it's a smaller in size. And, uh, but really uh, you look at this and I, I, I see it as more of an ecosystem or infrastructure. So besides the uh, cable itself, there is connectors that there are different consortiums are, you know, working together to define those. There are uh, besides, you know, the, the, and then you have the devices that have to build, build these um, uh, files. So the, the, the chips, you know, that would uh, support these um, uh, single pair ethernet. So it's an ecosystem of uh, devices, of cabling, of connectors, that have to come together and on top of it, because this is a physical uh, layer. So on top of it, obviously you have the protocols, you know, and that's where protocols and like Ethernet IP comes in, you know, it sits on top of that and, and allows and brings in uh, the many features of Ethernet IP, whether it's safety, security, motion, et cetera, et cetera. So this is basically what they're looking for. 
So this would impact SPE and Ethernet APL cabling and network topologies, correct? Correct. Yes, definitely. I mean, if you look at um, you know some of the topology, for for example, um, the the SP the single pair Ethernet would allow can be used on a flat cable. Uh, the case here is um, in cabinet you know situation where space is limited. You have these flat cables that you could connect devices to it, and you could, uh, you know, with a simple piercing connection, you know, they're supplied basically um, uh, switch power, network power, and a select line that could allow you to reach and any of the devices that are connected and do diagnostics, troubleshooting, um, and, and this is this is huge uh, benefit for applications. You mentioned process before, but I know that's not the only application, but are there specific applications where these newest technologies are targeting and how can these solutions contribute to IoT and enterprise connectivity? So uh, let's talk about the T1S, uh, the 10-base T1S variant. Uh, This actually it started in the uh, the motive for that started in the automotive industry, and then it took uh, off, and now it is it can be used in the discrete, hybrid, or process. And uh, the APL itself was built for it is obviously we talked about that it's a variant of the T1L, but it is dedicated or purpose built for the process industry where uh, it it's you know it demands placement in zone zero one two for fl- flammable liquid gas and that this this is like the you know the gas oil chemical industry um the apl can also be used in hybrid industries where uh, there's a need for intrinsic safety like you know food beverage and uh, pharmaceutical it sounds like this would be helpful to engineers and helping them meet some challenges that they face on a regular basis what would some of those challenges be do you think so some of the challenges, uh, there are definitely several. I mean, space is one key one and uh, where, you know, cabinet space is as an example of the case of the T1S. The T1S, uh, when right now where you would have all the wiring trying, you know, connecting smaller devices, now you have one flat cable that runs inside the cabinet and that creates, uh, reduce the amount of wiring and uh, reduce the uh, uh, space needed for potentially making smaller cabinets. And this adds up when you have a manufacturing in a plant, it quickly adds up to a lot of savings. So, so space is one, the quick and easy installation uh, of these devices will help the, the labor uh, aspects of it, you know, quick problem identification, commissioning, and uh, also it uh, allows for quick uh, design changes. When changes are taking place, these are much easier to deal with connect, disconnect devices easily. Uh, you know, we mentioned the piercing method connection. So it's it's really easy to take one and put one another one and do um, uh, automatic detection of the devices. And you could figure out how many devices you have connected and you could communicate to each uh, one as, uh, as you deem necessary. You know, these kind of factors are why Ethernet, APL, and SBE are a big deal and why they're making a difference. So technologies continue to develop and their applications continue to develop. Do you see technology advances um, continuing to enable the development of SPE technologies and applications in the future? So I look at two key areas uh, 
in in this uh, in this case you know one you need the specification to that are you know developing these standards so uh, the specification enhancements that we uh, released last year um, uh, ethernet uh, ap uh, you know for ethernet apl and for ethernet uh, in cabinet d1s constrained devices so we released specifications so those are now available for vendors to develop uh, and and use them as their basis for their uh, device uh, uh, design and the, uh, the second aspect of the advances that we would need to continue to advance single-pair Ethernet is the cost-effective uh, solution for uh, the FIs, the cables, the connectors. And I know that a lot of people, there are many consortiums working on those and many vendors that are you know, and, and this will be helped by the fact that there's continuous decline of uh, cost of the, the FIs themselves. And this is this is a huge um, uh, impact when when you talk about, you know, these smaller devices, they're, they're, they're small, they have to be cost effective, you know, they're sensitive to that. So you have to have the, you know, FIs that um, uh, they can afford to include um, uh, to make them smart. And when you're talking about development, is there a focus on direction of development efforts? And if someone said to you, they're standing in an elevator, you've heard of having the elevator speech. If someone said, what makes this unique? What would you tell them? Well, I, I think the, the uniqueness of you know, the, the SPE is the fact that uh, for the first time now, you have a pair of wires, twisted pair, that are able to communicate Ethernet. And this is, in my mind, that the biggest impact. Um, you're bringing Ethernet and its broad acceptance, and there's a lot of knowledge base. And from the IT side of uh, operations, now you're bringing this knowledge into the OT side of the operations. So you're bringing Ethernet, a known technology, down to field small devices, and you're avoiding secondary uh, networks and you're you're connecting those and you know creating a huge opportunities for uh, bandwidth you know for uh, diagnostics we talked about that for you know the the entire and even down the road the possibility of you know it's being done right now in the automotive you know uh, they do software updates uh, over the air you know these are devices now they're connected to ether ethernet you could potentially update the software you know uh, remotely and uh, these are huge opportunities and, and efficiencies you know when you're in the industry you hear a lot about technology advancements like technology advancements you hear it from salespeople, from anybody from magazines like ours but this is the real deal this is technology advancements and i know ova is very involved in working and advancing spe and ethernet apl can you tell us what kind of work you do as well as how ova works with rockwell automation and its partners like panduit to further development of spe Sure. We are obviously a global member association. We're dedicated to advancing the open interoperable communication network technologies in the industrial automation. So uh, with that, uh, our members are uh, global. They bring their talents. They uh, work within, you know, working groups, um, uh, what we call the um, SIGs, the special interest groups. And 
uh, that's where the specification developments and enhancements are taking place. They bring their needs and they they work on these specifications that eventually get approved and released for the entire community to, to use. And in addition to that, we collaborate, ODVA, we collaborate with other organizations for the benefit of all. And a, a case here is the Ethernet APL. So we, we have an ongoing project that started several years ago that helped really uh, develop this technology and bring it to reality. Um, and, and that is uh, the, you know, working with industry partners as well as the several of the organizations. So we collaborate on that and we work to develop. And these are organizations that you would know, the Fieldcom, OPC Foundation, and we work together to, to develop the APL and to promote it uh, for the process industry. Now, when it comes to uh, how do we work with other member companies and uh, like Rockwell Automation, we, we exhibit and we have uh, a fair, we attend fairs at different um, uh, events in Europe. And this is where we work together. They, like in this case, Rockwell is uh, helping us with uh, a demo demonstration uh, of you know, APL that would be shown in at uh, the Akama 2022. So they support us with demos, whether it's security, SIP security, or uh, different products. Uh, and this is how we engage with our members and they can support us uh, specifically in, uh, in certain projects. Well, that's important work and the entire industry benefits. So I'll just say on their behalf, thank you. And thank you for being here today. This is a really important information and a great conversation. Thank you, Al. Of course, thank you for having me. Have a great day. And you know, I hope that we can um, get more participation and uh, more people come on board with the single payer Ethernet technology. I hope so too, because there are a lot of benefits. And I am Teresa Houck with The Journal Magazine. We'll talk again soon. If you enjoy Automation Chat, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.